jokes, yes. culture, and innovation at the same time. Whoa, they know, they know, they know. I just wanna be James Bond. I just wanna be, be, be. I just wanna drop out. Culture. I wanna know that. We, we not bougie, but I, I feel like I'm. I just don't wanna. I'm, I'm tired of pooping. <laughs> Welcome to the comedy trap house. I get the joke now. <laughs> Yo, welcome everybody back to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. I am your host, Rome Green Jr. And in the building with me, I got my main man, Cam. Duke. Duke. How about them boys, Duke? My team. You know, we just, you know, we just persevering through this tournament, you know. You need games like that that come down to the wire. Bill's character, you know. So I just wanted to start this off by giving a shout out to my team, Duke, Zion, RJ, Reddish. You know, let's do it, man. And don't think I, I don't know the difference between RJ and Reddish. Don't think I was saying RJ Reddish. I was just saying Cam's last name first and RJ's first name first. Because, you know, it's my team. Rome don't want to hear about that because he, he was pulling for us to lose. But, you know. When the haters, you know, back you into the corner, all you can do is fight your way out. So, shout out to them boys, Duke. Let's go get that shit. In other news, Cam's a bandwagoner. Um, so let's go ahead and continue. No, 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 no. let's let's talk about no. this. What you mean? I'm a bandwagoner. You don't like Duke. I do. You don't like Duke. What you talking about? Like, Explain it. People, people like you are the reason why I don't like Duke fans. Because they half of them are bandwagoners. They're not true to the game. See, this is not fair to call me a bandwagon fan because when have you ever known me to be a bandwagon and fan? And that's why I'm so disappointed. That's why me personally, when I heard these words come from you, I'm just like, man, it just sucks. Because I thought when you think you know somebody for so long, 13 years now, it just sucks to hear them just jump on a team that's winning right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn. Like, no, 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 no. I was, just, I was like, no, damn, Cam. No, no, no. Can I explain? Yeah, I've you, been you, following you just... Zion since high school. Mm-hmm. I'm a Zion fan. So I said, wherever he go, I'm going to pull for him to win. I didn't say go to Duke. He decided to go to Duke. So when he decided to go to Duke, I said, all right, I got to ride for Duke this year then. Pulling for them to win and being a Zion fan are two different things. No, it's not. Because, like, me being a LeBron fan, but wherever not, but he goes, I pull for him. I'm not a fan of the teams he go to because I'm a Heat fan. So that's what I'm saying. So why are you a Duke fan when you've never, ever in your life, ever in your life cheer for Duke? Are you not listening? I just said because Zion Williamson decided to go So there. when he leave, are you going to cheer for Duke? No. All right. But if he stay another year, yes. If he would have went to Michigan, became a Spartan, I would have pulled for them. I'm just, I'm just pulling for him. I didn't have a college team. I will admit that. So I'm riding for whoever's well, I am. Well, you, are, but you also, I, I like at the end of the day, I yeah. know, I know you trolling. Which I'm is, not which trolling. Is, which is I'm fine. not trolling. I'm not trolling. It's okay. It just happens to be a coincidence that you're a UNC fan. Honestly, uh, that's cool. Like you wouldn't say I was trolling can, if he went to Michigan. We can agree to disagree because you wouldn't do it. I know you wouldn't do it. What you saying? You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do. It. <laughs> Why know, I wouldn't do it? Because I know you wouldn't do it. Because it wouldn't be the same. You, you wouldn't get the same reaction out of me, so you wouldn't do it. You you do. I'm not doing this you, for a reaction. You, you, you is. Yeah, it's it's fine, and you don't want to admit it, but it's it's cool. Okay, You're not think, being okay, honest with yourself. Okay, let's think about this. Okay, if you wasn't selling out, I wouldn't be having to go hard for my team. But 
That's not your team. That's what I'm saying. Like, but it it's, is it's, my team right now. It's, it's different. Right now, it's not your team. What you mean? It's not. That's just somebody that you like that's on a team. And you like, oh, I like Zion. I don't really care what Duke do, but I like Zion. No, because <laughs> Zion's success is tied to Duke right now. No, it's not Duke going to go do their thing. You know no. And even if they no, because when he was hurt, they, they didn't do their thing. Even if they get knocked out of the tournament, he, he going to still do anything. He going to go first round and do what he got to do. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, the boys want to get a ship. I'm pulling for him. I want the boy to win. I'm sorry he didn't go to UNC. If you went to UNC, I would have been a UNC fan. And you wouldn't have had no issue with that. No, not at all. Not at all. But that's not the point of this. That's not the point of this. So I think it's a, I think it, the issue's not with me. The issue's with you. No, the issue is with you. No, you have pent-up anger. No, I, I don't have pent-up anger. I just don't fuck with dude. Fuck dude. You see what I mean? That's not pent-up You got to admit to yourself. You got to admit to yourself that, that you was trolling. That Duke hurt you. This is deeper than me. Oh yeah, you're no, projecting no. your insecurities Duke, Duke hurt me a long and, and time hurt ago on me because I'm just I'm just a diehard. What, whatever man. Duke did you did to you, you got let go. You can't put that pain on me. <laughs> yes, I can. No, you, you can't because you troll it. You know how you making me feel right now? Yeah. I feel like Sherman. <laughs> I feel like Sherman and Nutty Professor or Reggie Dave Chappelle's character was going in on him. It's not deserved. It it is deserved. It's absolutely deserved. Because you know what you're doing. But I, I I respect it because you hold on to it and you and you do it well. You do it well. Bro, I'm not well, mad at all it. All I can say to conclude this is that you're going to feel whatever way you feel. I'm not doing this to troll. <laughs> I'm doing this as a fan of Zion and I am pulling for him. If you if you feel like I'm trolling, I apologize yeah. to you. That's not my intentions. I'm just pulling for a good kid to get a, get a championship. All of that sounded fake. But all right, let's go ahead and continue. <laughs> well, so speaking of Duke, let's talk about us and Duke Winston Duke and Winston. Lupita and all them murdering that movie. That was a, in uh, a good way. Yeah, no, phenomenal, phenomenal film. Oh, hold on, let me get my let me get my bearings right. Okay, there we go. Oh, yeah, Your RJ Barons? My, no, it's really RJ Barry, but you know. You know how it goes. There he go again, y'all. You see? But anywho. Um, <laughs> shout out to us, the film, um, grossing over 70 million this weekend, which is an amazing thing for a black, uh, creator, writer, Jordan Peele. We um, gotta stop that though. Like that's them thinking that we can't do this. We, we gotta stop it. what? Um, being so happy about it. Like saying for a black creator. Cause like, but why not be happy about it? No, be happy about it, but yeah. I'm saying it, it needs to be normalized. Oh, like, like it, we, like yeah, it, we, oh, okay. we always like, oh my God, like this could be done. No, I don't think it's more so, oh my God, but I think it's more so as it, it, it helps. So that's why people are excited because it helps all of us in the long run. So I feel like people, because we don't get many chances. So, well, mm -hmm. we get more chances than we used to, per se, but we still don't get that many chances. So when we do get a good chance and we do something good, I think people are just like, so you're saying it helps all of us. In yeah, I think it helps all And that's why people are excited every time, I feel see, like. See, that yeah. makes sense. Like, I can kind of, like, uh, as a, use it as an analogy for, like, Zion makes I all the NCAA more excited <laughs> and better for everyone. The people that don't really even care for college basketball uh, is watching now. So when he leaves, it's going to be boring again. So thank you for making that clear for me. Oh, man. I'm just saying. That's the control game. Sense. You might as well be in a, in a store and one of them packages like the little little troll dog because you, you you good. Well, guess what? If I was, put a Duke jersey on me. <laughs> <laughs> put a Zion jersey on me. 
because that's not my intentions. <laughs> but yeah, man. So that's why people are excited because the film did an amazing job. I mean, going into it, I didn't know what to expect. Now, of course, I had my theories and everything, but it pretty much superseded anything that I was even thinking about. So, so what was your theories? Uh, what what we sat in here was talking about when uh, a couple like a month or so back when we were saying how we feel like if it's tied to get out, then these people who are coming back to kill them are like white people inside of black people's bodies and stuff like that. Which I don't think that's what it was at all. Honestly, what like what it turned out to be after watching it, I don't think that they oh, held up. No, no, me. it did. Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't okay. help at all. That's what I said. I said when the, the theories that I went in with, it just, it just didn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't that at all. It was a totally different movie, different uh, theme. Um, guys, if you listen to this and you haven't seen the movie, sorry, spoiler alerts. It's about to be a bunch of spoilers, so uh, just fast forward. Um, but yeah, just I mean, but everything. The the thing I love about these type of movies and, and the movies that uh, Jordan Peele is choosing to do is he doesn't leave anything not tied up. Like, he ties up everything in the film. He ties up... I mean, everything is interwoven throughout the story. Everything has meaning. It isn't just... It isn't just shots to... Oh, that's loud. <laughs> it Sorry, is, y'all. It is, well, they can't hear that. But it isn't just shots to to have shots. Everything has a purpose. And so I think that's one of the main things I love about what he does um, in his films. So let's talk about some of them. What's some um, of the things that stood out to you that you saw? Because I can speak on what I saw. Uh, well, just even from the 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 opening opening scene with the, the rabbits. Yeah. And let me let me stop you right there. Yeah. It's, that whatever that song was, yeah, whoa, and it was creepy. Like that shit was knocking in that. It was theater. knocking like, it, and it was creepy. I gotta find out what song that was, but it was the perfect song. It like was I was song. so into it. Like I was so into it. It was a perfect <laughs> song, but just even from the rabbits being caged up mm-hmm. in the beginning and then let loose at the end, you know, symbolizing mm-hmm. you know the clones because they usually use rabbits. Yeah, they, they usually use uh, rabbits to clone things and stuff like that so even them being tied up and them being loose at the end it kind of all went together i mean the the funny thing about before we move mm-hmm. on past the rabbits is like rabbits were one of the first things successfully cloned mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. cloned i don't know it started yeah. in the u.s or wherever but they started mostly with rabbits yeah. like in different animals but rabbits was one of the most predominant ones and so that makes sense why it was so many rabbits down there because yeah. they probably started if the them, government yeah. made this experiment, they probably started with the rabbits. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, we can do this. And then they went on to humans. So that in turn left them with so much food to eat. Well, yeah. That's why it was so many There's rabbits. so many rabbits. And they was eating the rabbits. They was eating the rabbits. eating the rabbits to survive. And even uh, the ambulance that the boy was playing with, how he was blocking the door with the uh, ambulance, that was kind of a foreshadow to the ending of the movie when they were mm-hmm. riding the ambulance. Uh, the... Uh, that is true, because he would um he would put the ambulance in the door. I guess that door locked automatically yeah, from yeah, the closet from, door. Yeah, it would lock automatically. Couldn't get out, so he would put that in there to stop it from closing. Yeah. So and he used that to trap himself. Pluto mm-hmm. was his name, right? Mm-hmm. His, Pluto. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his doppelganger was named Pluto. He used that to trap himself, and then at the end, they escaped in the ambulance. Yeah. 
So that yeah. was all foreshadowing. Yeah, all yeah. foreshadowing. Uh, it was just it, little things like that. I mean, what's some stuff that you like? I mean, what's what's stuff that you liked about the movie? And is, is there anything that you didn't like about the movie? Well, I want to stick more. I, I explain all that, but yeah. I'll stick more to um some more of the little the, clues the clue, since yeah. we started there. Like um, I kept harping on scissors for me. Cause I'm like, what's the symbolism with these scissors? Mm-hmm. So I just kept, I kept, when I was watching the movie, I'm like, I'm trying to tie in these scissors. When mm-hmm. I was watching the trailer, seeing the poster, I'm like, what is it with these scissors? And now that I watched it, the only thing that comes to my mind that makes sense is when you look at scissors, they're two of the same. Mm-hmm. So with a pin in the middle to connect them, basically, mm-hmm. and when they come together, it's like it's almost like one of the same. So it's almost like a doppelganger in itself, and it almost symbolizes the tether and untethered it's, to me because the tether is using that to kill their doppelganger. The yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, oh shit, that's what these scissors are more I, I, metaphor I almost, and I thought it was for to me. I thought it was also because of the um, the uh, hands uh, hands across America. Is that what it's called? Hands mm-hmm. across America. I thought it was that because the the cutout of the hands across America is like that scissory cutout too. That's what they, that's what people use to make those those stencils where you cut and then you open it up and it's a bunch. Yeah. Of, so I I thought that was representing the cutting cutting that too uh, as well. So I looked at it as like is this a mirror image? Yeah, like I mean that does, that's know, a, yeah. there's a lot of mirror symbolism. Yeah. Like when she saw herself in the mirror front yeah. room. So I'm like. Scissors are mirror image when they come together. Yeah, like I was that like, was, Whoa. Yeah. I mean, even just even the theme of the hands across America, the that whole theme was just cool because it takes you back to that time in 1986. And then I remember seeing stuff after I was born about, but I didn't ever know what what it was about. Never nothing, heard but, of that in my life. Oh, you never seen? Yeah, never I, I had seen. I think my either life. my mom has showed me a long time or something, but I didn't know it went that deep into where they was. People was holding hands across America. Uh, but know. before we get back to that, because yeah. my overall theory has to tie into that, yeah. I want to stick with more of the symbolisms mm-hmm. I kept seeing. Because a movie like that, I'm looking for symbolism. Like you're not yeah, 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 directors yeah. and writers; they're not wasting anything. Yeah. Everything has a meaning, especially when they take time on these projects. Like, yeah. They, they, yeah, yeah. Especially when they emphasize it, like when the girl, when his her dad won her the Thriller shirt, and she put on the Thriller shirt. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the whole movie, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. So then I went back um, after I watched the movie, watched Thriller again. I was like, the only thing I came up with is like Michael Jackson in there is like a zombie. So it's like the tether and untether. What year did Thriller come out? Was it 86? 80 something. I, I don't even know. Because if it was 86, then that's what it is. If that's, that's funny. If, this, if it but was 80s. This, you know, whole whole theory of that, that yeah. music video, you know, he, it's the good him and the bad him. So it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's like true. Yeah, the it tethered, was. untethered. Yeah. So it was the. I was like, okay, symbolism for that. <laughs> and then you know, oh, this, that came out eighty two. Okay, so yeah, and what's yeah, funny, yeah, this yeah. is a thriller too. Yeah, this is, is a thriller. A yeah, small yeah, yeah. part of it, but I'm like that. That music video represented the same themes that mm-hmm. kind of this movie mm-hmm. represents. I like that. The scissors, the clones of the rabbits. Um, what else did I notice? Oh, I did notice the ambulance thing too, but I didn't put it in like full foreshadow, mm-hmm. like. I got it, but I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about that. But um, what else? The Jaws T-shirt. Well, to- I know Jordan Peele always said that he loved Jaws mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. before this movie mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. So some people had a theory that that boy represented Jordan Peele. I didn't make that connection. Maybe someone can make that connection for me. I don't know. But and my was- only connection to Jaws is that, you know, his dad in the movie kept 
wanted to go on this boat. And his fight was all in yeah, water. Yeah, it was all the beach, yeah. Yeah, yeah his fight was, was all, all water yeah, scene. All water, yeah, so yeah. I don't know if his doppelganger was like a symbolism for Jaws. Like he was the shark mm. and Winston Duke was, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. wasn't fighting that. But <clears throat> um, yeah, I didn't really make a big connection. Yeah, with no, that. I didn't either. I just I remember them talking about it. Yeah, I remember them talking about it. But the biggest thing that I thought about and I only seen one other person mention this that I seen. First thing I thought about was like the whole Hands of America thing. Yeah. I looked that up. They were saying they were supposed to be raising money for homeless and eradicate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of hunger across the U.S. or whatnot. But he was basically making a message how we look down upon people in our society and how we should be helping them instead. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. us, the title us, mm-hmm. could be a metaphor for U.S., yeah, because she yeah, did say sure. when um when Red came back mm-hmm. heard the doppelganger, she mm-hmm. was something about Americans. Yeah, she said, "Who are you?" She was like, "We're Americans." So I, it yeah. definitely stands for that for sure. Like so I, I, I got this. Us stands for U.S. Yeah. that's like my biggest. Like I was so proud when I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my biggest take. Like us stands for U.S. and yeah. he's talking to us Americans and how we look down upon people in mm-hmm. our society, how we should be helping more. Yeah, because it, it was it wasn't just black and white thing. It was everybody. Yeah. It was everybody in the U.S. and that's why. And then it made sense when. She in the movie when she was like, "We got to get to Mexico because it was only happening in the United States." That's yeah. when she said she was like, "We got to get to Mexico," and that's and that's what I think that's where they were driving to at the end. I feel like that's where they okay. go. That's where they drive to get away from all the all okay. that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that shit is that's just good, man. Yeah, but good. one thing I want to talk about, which Winston Duke said in an interview, which was powerful to me, he said the movie is about what legacy do we leave. And if your legacy could visit you at your door with your face, are you prepared to see it and deal with the repercussions? If your legacy can meet you at the door. Yeah. It's about what legacy you we leave. Yeah. If your legacy could visit you at your door with your face, are you prepared to see it and deal with the repercussions? That's so think wild. about the life you live in mm-hmm. and the life you live in, leaving behind. Mm-hmm. Like, are you ready to face that? So it's like us living in L.A. You see all these homeless people and you see mm-hmm. how people just mm-hmm. step over homeless people. And yeah. Don't even regard them sometimes. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then if that come back of course to come back to you, like, yeah, that's that's why. But not even just in that sense. No, but no, everything but just, you yeah. do, it makes you think about what are you doing in your life? What legacy are you living mm-hmm. leaving? Are you mm-hmm. leaving this earth making it worse or are you leaving this earth making it better? So think about that. Like what are you doing to make this place better while you're here and to leave it in a better shape than when you came into it? Now, was there any place was there anywhere in it that when did you figure out that she was on the other side? That did, did was there a moment where you were like, oh, this is this is the other that the the tethered girl was really the main uh, main uh, girl? Did, did you at any point? Honestly, I figured it out when they showed me. Honestly, when they showed, you? I was just along for the ride, and I wasn't surprised by it. Yeah, I wasn't because I assumed that. Something's going. Something that happened, but then it made sense because she, when she was skating through that damn uh, classroom and dodging her, I was like, "No, she is moving. (laughs) She (laughs) danced." But my whole thing, like, to break that part down a little bit, like, why she couldn't talk. Why? Now it makes sense why she couldn't talk because oh yeah, 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 she grew up down there. They don't have language, so when she came up and the parents were like, "Oh, she's mute. I just want my daughter back." She wasn't mute. She, she just was, couldn't she talk. Couldn't talk and she had to learn the language. And the reason why Red couldn't talk because it's two reasons. Some people say it's a um, condition called spasmodic dysphonia, where 
a person's voice goes into periods of spasms. Because, you know, mm. no one talked down there, so mm-hmm. she ain't talked for decades. Mm-hmm. Like, you lose your voice. But also, my whole theory on it was when the girl switched with her, she choked her. Yeah, she did. So I assumed yeah. that she damaged her vocal cords. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's what I took at yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's the first thing I thought about. I was like, she had must have damaged her vocal cords or something, or something mm. like that. And then... Uh, but it put in perspective for me. We only saw it once. And you yeah, got to yeah. see this you thing see twice, yeah, yeah. three times to catch everything. But it put in perspective uh, perspective for me why she was um, so worried the whole movie. Yeah. Because she was like, I feel like it's something's coming back. Because she knew after a while, this girl it's gonna is going to come back. Like, yeah. you switched her, took her life away. Yeah, yeah. She's going to uprise. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's why the people down there anointed her because she moved like, she no could, one else. Like she could she, talk, and she could. Yeah. But I don't even know if she was talking to them. It was more about. She, I think she had to had a little bit of communication. I feel like she was the superior one. I feel like they would have been like, all right, well, if she knows a little bit. Then well, I'm gonna tell you why because yeah. um, remember everyone when they go down there, they're mimicking what the their clone is doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. above them. Mm-hmm. So like when you was watching the parents go through the park. They were just good. mimicking yeah, that. Mimic, yeah. So all they could do was mimic. But she was different. She was doing ballet yeah, was and dancing. Yeah. She was different from everyone else. So they thought she was the chosen one. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. she probably had, she knows she had that shirt on, probably showed them an example what they, mm-hmm. what we could do mm-hmm. when we come mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't talking, uh, per se. It probably was more images and like yeah. following her lead more than anything. And then yeah. it seemed like the, the way to the world was um through that fun house. Yeah. Like that was the, portal for them to get to the but then the portal was like find yourself so the way to that world was to find yourself which was nuts was kind of wild to think about that too you gotta yeah. find yourself in order to get to another another part of you to to get to the real you or get mm-hmm. to you know what i'm saying so that another was, foreshadowing was um when they was headed to the beach the the dead white guy who held the jeremiah sign because mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. he was dead he was bleeding mm-hmm. it was all bloody and then when the sun came out the porta potty that was him there yeah, with, so, yeah, you with see the, the bloody scissors. So bloody he was like scissors. probably the first one to kick off this yeah. revolt. Yeah. But he may have started too early because then he disappeared. <laughs> he definitely disappeared. He, he got in position. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, 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 oh my bad. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm too <My> early. <laughs> too early, but yeah. yeah. When I figured it out is when uh, she started whistling, when she was choking her. Mm-hmm. And she started whistling the Itsy Bitsy Spider theme, of what, I believe it was. I was like, oh, that's what old girl was whistling at the beginning when she first walked yeah. into the, to the shit. And I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> I thought it was more, I took it as more of a um, a comforting thing. Like, she, when she was scared, she would whistle. So I'm saying, she, but that's just how I remember it. It was her. It was Yeah, the, yeah, it, yeah. It, but yeah. I'm just saying, when she was getting killed, she was whistling. Mm-hmm. Like, it was almost sad. Like, she knew she was getting killed. No, she was trying to comfort crazy. herself again. So she was, yeah. Lupita, Lupita that acting was nuts. She, she needs, she needs Oscar noms for this. I, I can't predict. Because that takes a lot. Like, you got to, and they, I remember Winston was talking about on, on The Breakfast Club, how they kind of filmed it. He's like, the scheduling was really good. He said they didn't do days rarely where they did both characters in a day, because that's a lot. So they would, mm-hmm. certain days would be the red character. Certain days would be the, you know, the um, the other, uh, the other characters. And then they would, Jordan Peele would kind of react what they acted so they could get the same re- I was like, no, that's just crazy because they had to act. Like they <laughs> And everybody killed it. Oh, everybody was. Everybody in that movie killed yeah, Everybody it. was killed. Like even even um a thing I noticed that I know that they were mimicking the the other world was Elizabeth Moss character, the white lady, 
she was talking about when they was on the beach having plastic surgery and stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. And then you notice on her face, she has scars. Mm-hmm. Her 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 doppelganger. Yeah, she has scars. Yeah. So anything we experienced up there was going doing up there resulted, and that's why they were so angry. That's why they were so angry. <laughs> they forgot. They forgot. <laughs> and they just getting. But the thing is, I don't even know. I don't even know if they were actually angry, Maybe not. or even would know if it wasn't for Red because. If she didn't get switched, they may have never known they about know. the yeah, other yeah. world. It was just down there. But that's why everybody can justify Red's anger because she's angry because she got stuck with this person that she don't know, this husband she don't know. There's these kids that, you know, they're kind of, you know, the one born into the fire and the other one, like, it's just all types of, you know. So she, her anger was kind of justified because she, that was, she was a real took woman. Her life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was. And she's been underground for all these years, you know what I'm saying? But only thing I didn't understand is why couldn't they why couldn't she have been came out? That's that's what was kind of weird to me. I didn't understand that or where they got these red jumpsuits from. Let's talk about both. <laughs> My thing is maybe she she didn't want to come out by herself. She wanted to start a revolt. So she had to maybe it took, maybe it took time it. to communicate this plan to everyone. True. Since they don't yeah, speak yeah, English yeah. or anything, or maybe it took time to make all these jumpsuits and make all these scissors. No, no, I was no. like, I was like, whoever, whoever um design, whoever sold them good jumpsuits to them hit a lick. Oh yeah, that's a lot. No, of oh yeah, people. that's a lot of people or, in the United States them, or whatever. I was like, they hit a lick. <laughs> they was getting money. <laughs> there was, was some de- money. and there was some decent jumpsuits. They, were, they weren't bad. Those red jumpsuits. Then they had the glove too. Uh, and it was only one glove, right? Yeah, one like Michael Jackson. Yeah, see, the Michael Jackson shit. I just thought about that. Yeah, it was one glove. The Michael glove. Jackson homage, paying yeah. paying homage to him. But my thing with the um, the hands of what is it, hands of America, hands whatever. Across America, yeah, I think. That was yeah. another foreshadowing because I mean I didn't know about it. For yeah, people yeah, that yeah. knew about it, it didn't work. It ended up didn't it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. Basically, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. whatever plan they had probably wasn't going to work. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And we, we still don't know. We still don't know, it, yeah. You know, they all held hands across yeah. America, so maybe if it's another part or whatnot, we'll see what happens. I, I wonder but. I wonder what angle for his next movie he's going to go with, which that's always, I, that was, I was thinking about that when I left the theater. I was like, I wonder what is the next, like, thing he's going to talk about. He's done race. He did kind of class and stuff like that. It, will it be like a social thing? Will it be, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm interested to see what he... If the, if the third movie's called Now, and we put it together, Get Out of <laughs> U.S. Now, <laughs> that would be crazy. Get Out of U.S. Now. <laughs> but what were some of your favorite parts? Uh, definitely Winston, when he was outside talking to the... Even though I seen it on the preview, it was just really funny in the theater. Because when he said... When she said the key was outside under the thing, he's like, that's some white people shit. <laughs> no, that shit was so funny to me. I was his like, whole character his was character's funny. funny. Playing that nerdy character, yeah. that shit was hilarious. <laughs> that shit was funny. That was one of my favorite parts. Uh, another favorite part was, I like the whole house scene because I like the kids getting they, getting their thug on. Like I like the the kids, uh, uh, the house where they was with, with where Kate. Was it Kate Moss? Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Elizabeth Moss. When they mm-hmm. was at that house. I like that whole kind of scene for some reason. I, I like that scene. The part I was mad at when I was in the theaters, when they showed up at the house, the, the two kids, mm-hmm. and remember she pulled up the, the golf club she had or whatever she had, mm-hmm. and she looked at her brother, and they did like a, like, let's do this, mm-hmm. mo- had a let's do this moment. To me, if I was the director, 
I would have made him pull down his mask right there because he looked at Oh, it. he didn't pull it down? Nah, oh, yeah, he didn't pull it he down. He looked thought, at yeah, it. Yeah. If he would have pulled it down, it would have been like, all right, yeah, let's, no, go. Yeah, let's they go. About to get, they about to get it in. That would have been and so I was thinking to myself in theater, I was like, in this situation, you at your fucking moment. What else we going to do? your fucking moment. What else we going to do? We got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. Um, I think... Uh, I mean, the directing was overall was great. The sound effects was great. The, 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 music, the music, man, the, the music. music. Was, that loonies flipping that loonies, and I didn't music. explore that theory of why that song was used, but I got five that's on. beautiful. It's such a, it's a specific song. Yeah, I'm not sure why it was used, but yeah, it was it was done beautifully. That man, it was definitely done beautifully. Like I said, overall, a lot of people, some people saying they don't like it, but I mean, it's funny. Last night was the first time I heard someone that didn't really care for it, but I was like. Y'all tripping, man. I mean, I, only way I can say it is they went into it thinking another Get Out, but it's totally it's a different movie. I mean, it's not totally it's it's his style and stuff like that. So it in that sense, it's not totally different. But like the theme of like it really is a it's a different movie. Like Get Out was really racial, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like this one was more, you know, uh, about class and about uh, where you at in the U.S. Like, you know, it just it was just a little bit different. Our moral compass. Moral compass, yeah. It's was, it was just different. Like, we all got to come together. Can't look down And then you're going to kill yourself, which is crazy. living and think that everything is all good because you're not affected by it, but you are in so, a way. Something I also thought about is, like, how they say sometimes you got to die to yourself in order to live. Like, basically, you got to – your old ways have to die in order for you to move on and grow. Mm-hmm. And so – that's kind of interesting that they 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 sales is coming to kill them. To, but, oh, I'm sorry. I'm glad yeah, you said that yeah, yeah. because another thing they say when you kill the doppelganger, your your souls merge. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they was trying to kill you so they can get your soul get your, because yeah. they they said that the experiment, the reason they was left down there because the scientists um, were successful at cloning them, mm-hmm. but not the souls. Mm-hmm. So that's why they were just down there mimicking. They, yeah, they, yeah. they had no souls, yeah, but yeah. when if they killed you, they got your soul. And, and when good, you yeah. killed them, your, your souls merged. Mm-hmm. So that's why when um, Lupita, when she killed the doppelganger, she let out that growl because they was merging mm-hmm. again, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the son saw that. Mm-hmm. And that's why at the end, he was like, he know his mom's secret now. Like, that ain't his real mom. Yeah, that ain't his real mom, yeah. But I don't know if he's like cool with it. That's why he put the mask on, like your secret. A lot of people saying that he was a double that he got switched, and maybe he did too because he was really connected to Pluto. Yeah, like out of anyone else, he was very connected to Pluto. So it's a possibility he got switched. I don't know when. Yeah, I don't know when. It could have happened when he went. You know, the girl used the bathroom. Who knows? But she first took him down there. So that could be they secret together. Like, hey, that when he put the mask down, like I'm the doppelganger. Or it could have been he's hiding from his mom. Yeah, I, yeah. I was trying to figure out what that meant. I just that's what I really wanted to understand, like what that meant at the end when he was pulling down his mask. I was like, I don't know what that means, but I, I, I mean, I fuck with it. Yeah, I love the whole movie. Man. I, I was rocking with it. I love it. Yeah. I, I need to see it again. I need to watch more reviews yeah. and theories, but and I'm I love waiting, that movie. And I'm waiting for Jordan Peele to give his whole thing because it's gonna happen. But he's not it. though. That's what makes it so good. Like. You just want. You're not gonna give everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I you mean, just want people to have this conversation. Yeah, this yeah. Forever, like yeah, yeah. that's what is good. Um, that's what is good storytelling. Yeah. To me, like yeah, I don't yeah. need you to explain every detail. It's almost like when Donald Glover dropped "This Is America." I'm not gonna explain what it all meant. Yeah, and what yeah, it meant yeah. to me. Y'all have Take it out there. Yeah. Go because that's gonna own. make it spread. And that's gonna make yeah. It's gonna yeah. Make it talk even more. So, so yeah, that makes sense. Fire.
It makes but, um, sense. Speaking of monsters, um, uh, yeah, we dropped a new skit last night. Uh, monsters under the bed. So make yep. sure y'all go check that out on our YouTube channel. Essentially, take an old twist on an old tale of a monster living under the bed and put a new twist on it. And uh, I think you guys will enjoy it. Uh, we're getting some good reviews, good feedback. We also getting some negative reviews, but I don't really worry about those because there's too many people liking it. So. <laughs> so thank y'all for uh supporting that go watch that share that i mean i think that's just part of art not yeah, everyone don't no, like it sure. like everyone yeah. don't like us yeah, yeah the, the the movie so that's why I think everyone it, don't like duke my team so you just gotta live with it but you just keep doing you i you understand know, you that succeeding. one though the other stuff i don't realize i understand that one no you just you know you're a hater yeah, no, something you gotta you know grow from remember it said the old one died and you got for you to grow yeah. something you gotta Oh, you got to look stay. into yourself, look in the mirror, and ask yourself, what's really hurting me? Why am I hurt? I'm going to stay in the same position there. You know what I'm saying? But you got to grow, man. And as a Cowboys fan, you'll understand me. What you mean? As a Cowboys fan, you'll understand me if I told you you got to grow. You just need to let the hurt go and let the Redskins live. But see, it's not hurt with me and the Redskins, though. They never hurt me. They never did anything to us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just don't like them because they in my division. Like yeah, so that's they the, they whack they they're in the way of my success. Yeah, so because that's, that's my same the, reason. The be- closest way to the playoffs is to win your division. So that's why I don't like them. But you're hurt. Something no, happened to you. No, they in my conference. So no, something else happened to you though. This no, is more deep seated hate that you no. had. I because the person I know mm-hmm. <laughs> that I've met mm-hmm. that I've known over years, mm-hmm. you're not a hateful person at all. You're not even necessarily negative or hold grudges or anything. Except for that one so, thing. So I've been you, constant on that one. So for you to be so so hateful towards Duke, mm-hmm. something happened. No, they just they did just, someone touch you? Don't like that team. Did someone from Duke touch you when you were young? Did I find anybody from Duke? No. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll, we'll figure it out before the end of the year, but you got to get that deep-seated issue out of you because, you know, pulling for someone else's failure is not going to help you succeed. No, pull for the team failure. I hope he succeeds. I hope all the kids see the team. Nah, that ain't how you talked in the past. Every player that went there, you'd be like, fuck them. No, I still say fuck them. Fuck all of them. But when they get off the team, do their thing, for sure. So you you like Grayson Allen now? Yeah, he's not playing for Duke. He's probably a good guy. He's a good guy, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, but shout out to um, Royce for filming and editing. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ashley for starting. And I mean, Camille, starring in Camille it. Camille for doing the makeup. And CPK visuals. The CPK visuals. Chris, thank you for Chris, uh, shooting doing some us behind, behind the, the scenes. scenes. Shout out to Emmanuel for getting his director on in there, too. It was a fun so, set. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was, it was honestly, I like shoots like that. One room shoots are so much better. <laughs> Because you do not have to do a bunch of moving around and you can get stuff done when you start having different locations. For anybody who's in film, you guys know if you got to start moving locations, stuff like that, it's it's a long day. That's when the days get long. But this particular sketch we had in one location, even the sketch we did last night, one location, it just makes life a lot uh, easier when it comes to filming. So um, and Last yeah. night got a little wild, but... Uh... <laughs> We can probably keep moving past that. But speaking of uh, uh, moving, uh, what's going move. on with your mobility right now? My mobility is down, y'all. Um, you know, your boy about to be 31. <laughs> My mobility is different. Honestly, I had a, a flight. I was on the plane for like four or five hours a couple of days ago. I got off the plane. I was good. Right before I was going to bed, I don't know if I turned the wrong way. I don't know. I, I can't pinpoint where the problem came in at, but 
my neck started hurting. And the first it was slight hurt, so I was like, all right, cool. Went to bed, woke up in the middle of the night in pain. I couldn't sleep. I woke up at like two, I couldn't go back to sleep. I was like, all right, this is this is wild. And I couldn't I could move my neck up and down, but I couldn't move it like left and right really like that. And I still can't really move it left and right. I'm getting a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, but I'm pretty sure I just strained some type of muscle or either yeah, I I pinched the nerve, something, something going on. So I just had, I looked up online, all type of stuff. I just kind of got to wait it out, stretch it out, and just put some heating, heating pad, or, or heating stuff on it, and just see what happened. It seemed after your flight, you ended up in the wrong neck of the woods, but um, you know, we'll figure it out. Did you go to bed naked that night? I mean, you gonna be naked, naked in a minute. <laughs> Okay, but, it seems but, like you're at he's getting at my neck. So get, I'm coming at stop. your neck. I'm stepping coming on the next. Well, <laughs> I also, what made me realize is people are out here. Like I thought about the first thing I thought about was Peyton Manning and how he had a broken neck, and this man came back and played football. I got a stiff neck. I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> so I was like, his pain is on a t- that's a hundred times different than what than what I'm going through. Mine's just stiff, like. He couldn't move his neck, probably. Like, he couldn't move. You know what's funny about this? The the, the irony in all this is after us watching us and the way Lupita Doppelganger was moving all stiff. That's, that's how, how Rome was that's moving how yesterday. Moved, that's how I'm still so, moving, kind of. Well, it was like... It ain't funny, but it's funny to see him moving no, no, it's like funny. that. He moving like <laughs> I'm moving like the like, Cooper Monster on Mario. And brother. now you scare me because I don't know if this is really wrong. Now, <laughs> did you? Because you came from out of town, uh, you moving different. <laughs> you got all this hate in your heart. Who the hell are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm the. What did you do in uh, Rome? I'm the stiff neck Rome. <laughs> you the stiff neck doppelganger. <laughs> and I won't keep you at a distance oh, right now. Shit. I gotta watch you now because you moving just no. like red. My and turns, us. my I'm turns scared. are funny. I'm walking like Bigfoot. I'm like I gotta turn my whole shoulder and shit like that. I'm got, I'm over here giving myself rehab and stuff. But yeah, hey, I just want to say if y'all see something happen with some scissors, yeah, I'm end up on the news <laughs> and a neck brace. <laughs> go find Rome. All my doppelgangers got neck braces. <laughs> we coming back for the next. What would happen if you just ran in here right now? If I ran in here? Yeah. Duh. Same scary. outfit, same look. I'd be like, yo, what the, the fuck? The- <laughs> Which one is who? And then I'm going to start going down so much stuff to prove who's yeah, who. Yeah, like, who are you? I'm like, when, how did we met? What's yeah. the first thing I said about you? Uh, uh, where did we stay freshman uh, year? Shit. When I say this, what did this mean? Uh, you, whoever answered right. You got to go through the list. You got to go through the list. Whoever <laughs> slip up first, getting their ass nah, beat. That's funny. Damn, that's real. That's exactly how you got to do it, too. Well, I watched a movie where they had to do that. Damn, I can't remember what I was watching, but... Uh, yeah, so I just gotta I gotta just keep uh putting pressure on the neck and massaging my neck and hopefully it'll be good in the next couple day or two. So but that's where we at. Uh but what's what's also next for us is our birthday. <laughs> around the corner, April first and April seventeenth. The reason why I brought this up is because why is it that people put pressure on you to do something for your birthday? Like, for example, yes. Yesterday or last week, I can't remember. Uh, somebody asked me, "So, what are you doing for your birthday?" I was like, "Honestly, I hadn't really thought about it. I just want to be alive and well, and happy to see thirty-one when a lot of people don't get to see that." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta celebrate. You gotta go do something for your birthday. What are you gonna do? Like, 
maybe you should go do this. Or maybe you do. And I'm just like, they, it felt like they were putting so much pressure on me. And I'm like, but what if I, what if, what if I just wanted to like be by myself on my birthday? What if I wanted to like chill? Or what if I, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like people make it such a, if you don't do nothing on your birthday, you wrong for that. Which the is funny thing, it's weird for me to hear you say that because yeah. usually you do something for your yeah, birthday. Yeah, you, like you do something like celebrate even, your birthday and are hyped about it coming up. So that seems like something more that would come from me because I don't necessarily usually celebrate my birthday that hard. But even, I'm saying, like, even like, for example, I said, you know, oh, I might just go to dinner with my homies or something like that. They're like, no, like, what are you, what else you gonna do? Like, but what if that's, what if that's my celebration? Like, what if being around my close friends and like, what if that's my like? People make it seem like you have to have an event every time you have your birthday. Which that look at it from this perspective mm-hmm. though. Maybe they 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 know you mm-hmm. and they want to be around you. It oh, may be sure. you know. Oh my bad, just burp. <laughs> it may be you know a sign of how great of a person you are, and they want to be around your your on your birthday because they know it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good vibes. So maybe more of you know a testament of who you are. Than them trying to actually put pressure on your birthday, cause they, you know, whatever you do, it's I'm gonna not be a good time. I'm not, I'm not because we known for throwing these house parties over the years. Now, to be honest, if we had the space, I just I'd do something simple like that. I honestly, I would. I'd be like, all right, everybody, just come over. We gonna have a little house function, but because the person who asked you that had they come to our house parties in the past, because usually all our house parties who. For the people that have been to them, we're always on our birthdays. Uh, no, uh, no, they hadn't. They hadn't been because no. I would be that person. Like, if I wasn't in a group, came yeah. to y'all house parties and how much fun they were, I'd be I like, heard hey, you got a birthday, well, you got a birthday up? coming yeah, up. What true. you doing? Don't that's true. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I thought now, me and Romello were talking, and I was like, if I did do something, maybe I could combine it with your birthday because our birthdays mm-hmm. are two weeks apart. I was like, maybe like around the sixth or seventh of April, we could do something like. Uh, do some type of shindig, but even in, I think what it is for me right now, I'm not in planning phase. Like I'm not in, I don't want to do nothing. I want somebody else to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to plan. I but don't what is like, it that you want to do though? If, no, if, if I did, else if I did it. something like that, I would, I honestly would do something chill, like a little house function. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to really go out to dinner. I don't want to, I would just do something at. But you know, it is options for that though. What for what? Because let me let me pull up a calendar. There's options for a house function because like right now, you know, Nick, his birthday is coming up. Yeah, I know he's doing thirty of he's doing something. Mm-hmm. And your birthday two days later. Yeah. You may be able to combine with him. That's what I'm saying. I could, full, I could full go with him, but his, his is more themed. And I, that wasn't really, I think his is like a 70s theme or something. Oh, I think like it was that. 80s. All right, is it? Oh, I need to talk to him. But yeah. yeah. I think it's a, and that's cool, but I I kinda I wasn't in the mood to think I'm not dressing up. Like, I'm not doing all this. <laughs> I'm not. That's, that's, just, that's just where I'm at right now in my, uh-huh. in my life. So I'm just like, uh, I guess I'm looking for simplicity. I just, I don't, maybe you that's what You got options like Good Bar. I, I thought that's about That's always that, a little you know, cool spot. Little karaoke. You got tenants. I thought about that because everything would have to be the week, that weekend because my birthday on Monday. So, so it got to be, be you gotta Friday, now. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got a couple of days. So you got yeah. tenants for Friday. Mm-hmm. You got a good night bar any day. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do, you got um. Well said, do. Shit, you can have a beach function on the weekend if you want. We ain't do nothing like that in a while. I mean, the last time, what was it? Labor Day, we did. Could do a we brought everyone out function. to the beach. We had food and drinks, and this was throwing frisbee. That that could yeah. be fun. That might that might be a little fun. If you do that like on a Sunday. 
Yeah, I, I'll figure it out. If I don't figure it out by like Thursday, I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm gonna just call it a day. But <laughs> or you can like as you say, you can invite a couple people over here that you really, really fuck mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. and we can all cook and and, and, and and live it up. Drink, <laughs> you know, live, it live it up. Put some music on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a have a good little out. shindig. I like, I like the word shindig. A little shindig. <laughs> Shindiggy. A little shindig. Yeah. But yeah, but it was just interesting that, uh, cause I mean, I know some people that don't ever celebrate their birthday. So, I mean, but I, I mean, I do think it is a great day to celebrate. It is your birth, the day of your birth. So, mm-hmm. but it was just interesting. I guess as we're getting older, I'm just like, oh, you know, I'll figure it out. Or it'll just be a last minute, excuse me, a last minute type of thing. But, um, or you could go on a cruise. I could go on a cruise, but the way these cruises are set up, <laughs> Right now, I don't know if I need to be on no cruise. <laughs> so what happened with this cruise? Uh, so basically, I think this cruise ship, like it was a bike. The the Vi- Viking was the name of the ship, I believe. But it's off Norway. They were off Norway, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was rough waters. You know what I'm saying? But they went out. One of the engines, I think the engine shut down. Yeah. So they were just basically floating like the... The captain dropped the anchor and sent out the mayday call. First off, that's scary. Because then you're like, man. And as a as a passenger, you don't know where you at. You just see water. You don't know where you at. You don't know how far you From are. what I've seen, it didn't look like it was too far out. Yeah, because I think they could see some some land. Yeah, I don't think it was too far out. Because even when they was rescuing them from helicopter, they would take one person at a time and come right back. Yeah. So it seemed like. So basically, but the waters, they had video of the water like going. Rocking. Rocking. And it, like stuff was sliding everywhere. Now, mind you. I've been on a cruise ship or two in my life, and it is kind of scary. If you was in in the ocean and shit rocking, it, that is scary. So that's not even if I see land, I'm still like that's a long way to go. I'm not swimming there. But the scary part is, is all you gonna think about is Titanic. That's all you think about. Like, there's no way all of them immediately <laughs> didn't think about Titanic. And I think the water cold there too. So oh that really yeah, you think about yeah. it because I think one of the passengers like. You can't survive in that type of cold water. Like exactly, it, that's the scary part. That's the scary part. Because if if this is just like Caribbean water, we break down, it's sinking. I got a life jacket and I can see land. I might be. I'm all right. good because I'm gonna float. Yeah, and then you and know, just pray, pray ain't no animals and shit out. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a float, yeah. and I know if we close to land, we'll have help in, yeah. in soon. But when the water's cold. That's when I'm panicking now because it's like, all right, if this shit go down, it's only so long I can survive in this cold. I seen what what happened to Jack. Yeah, we seen we seen Jack. We seen Jack get froze and pushed off. Like like, like she gonna have to move over on that door. We both oh, getting on oh, that door. Yeah, we fighting on we, that door. We gonna balance this door out, <laughs> goddamn Rose. Whoever my Rose is with me on this cruise. We gonna cruise balance shit. this Rose this door out for real because. But I was just thinking about me in that situation because I remember when I was on. The crew going to the Cayman Islands. It was one night where the waters got real rough. Cayman Islands. <laughs> the waters got real rough. And so the boat was doing a lot of rocking. I was like, all right, mm. all right, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> and you can like you can feel it when you're on the boat. You can feel it, but I mean it ended up being all right. But it's just like that's a scary situation. You don't want to hear no siren go because that's what the, one of the ladies was like. Once we heard the siren, everybody started kind of panicking. Cause once anything a siren go off, anything that don't sound normal, you like, ah. Oh, Shit, shit. The funny thing shit. though, you just gotta remind yourself you can't panic. You can't. Nothing no, you good can't. happens when you panic. It's you nothing. It's like you in the situation now. Panic oh, yeah. can only go make it worse. You got to be able to think now. All right, think. Yeah, because you. Like, how are we gonna survive? This? At this point, you you here and you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you literally. The one good thing, I guess, 
they knew they weren't sinking, but you don't know how long that's gonna last. You like, all right, we here, we we stopped, we got the anchor down, so that means we not sinking. But I don't know if that means, you know, what I'm saying, you just like, I just want people to start coming. And I'm sure even when they saw the helicopter, they was like, oh, thank God. But then when they started seeing one person at a time, come on, dog. I'm gonna tell you this: as long as I'm in warm water and got a life jacket, I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. more calm. Yeah, I'm a lot more calm. Be if we in cold, those, and those waters look rough. Those, those look like some rough yeah. cold water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yeah, that's. Everybody on there was white. They said one of the waves was like twenty six feet high. I was like, sheesh, yeah, that's, it was. It busted through like the, the glass because it was. Yeah, when you watch it was the icy. footage, you see the people sliding and shit falling off the roof, I and, like, and I see the 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 worker there. It was like a waiter going to help people, and I applaud him for doing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Like, hey, that's admirable. But I'm like, at this point, you know, you off the clock. Bro. Yeah, yeah, you ain't got. Yeah, you like I'm off. Out. If I'm working there, I'm off the clock. I'm gonna help who I can, but I'm not doing it like I own this ship. Like, hey, we in this together. I yeah, yeah, we, we we out here together. I'm off the clock. I'm just a waiter. I'm off the clock. <laughs> Give it up for the waiter. Yeah, they gonna be like, hey, is my food right? Hey. hey, brother, listen, this ship is moving. Kitchen clothes. Yeah, kitchen clothes. I ain't got time. It's over. <laughs> we're I'm done here. We're, we're we are we're equal now. <laughs> <laughs> we are done here, brother. We're done here. I'm off. Yeah, but yeah, I just had to talk about that. But uh, you know, thank thankfully everybody. I think everybody made it off. It was some minor injuries. Uh, it might have been a one critical. Condition. Yeah, they said some people are in critical condition. Some fractures happen, yeah. but for the most part, everyone, no deaths. I don't think. Yeah, no deaths. Everyone know. survived. Everyone got. So back safe. They the even people. docked the boat, got the boat back to the dock. Yeah, yeah, because so, I think the engine started up or something like that later yeah. on. So that's that's good. But I just wonder what all these people are gonna get. Are they getting refunds? Are they getting reimbursed? Are they getting um more trips or something? I don't know if they even want to go on a cruise again, but well something gotta happen. I, I mean, assume. they could all reach out to Mike, Mike Trout with his contract that he got. Yeah, this nigga Mike Trout got <laughs> a 10-year contract for 430 million dollars. Almost half and a billion. Thirty million dollars. Now, here's oh, the funny thing. Okay. I was about to say. I seen a statement where mm-hmm. he was like, you know, I guess he was giving a speech to the Angels fans. And he was saying, you know, you know, this gonna be my city, this where I da da da. I said, Yeah, I bet. I bet it's gonna be a city. You signed ten years, yeah, nigga. They'd be my city too. They give me that. I'm gonna be like, where the where this Anaheim? That's one of my favorites. Like, this is my city. I love this city. You a quick ride to LA? Well, <laughs> with no traffic. Yeah, you a decent ride, ride to LA? LA. Oh yeah, that's my city. This is my city. We <laughs> we out here. This is just a. I would just say this: if you have a child that loves sports and he's asking, like, should I play football or baseball? I think he should play. Baseball. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna. Lie. I think he should play baseball. I, I, like Kyler Murray coming out of Oklahoma, trying to he he decided to go to NFL instead of you know major leagues. I don't know if he made the right decision, Kyler. Because these con- these baseball contracts are stupid. And they guaranteed. Football like the only sport that ain't guaranteed. Guaranteed four hundred, half a billion, and thirty million dollars. Let me put the cherry on top. This ain't his first contract. This ain't his first contract. So he already made. I heard his name a few times because he popular. So he probably made over a billion already. Jeez, if, the, if, yo. if 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 you go broke. That's on you, bro. There's no way. No, your family should be good. Like, you should be good. What you doing that first day when that check dropped? Come on, Cam. You already know what I'm doing. What you doing? I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to hit everybody up. I'm like, all right, where are we going? And I don't mean to eat. Where are we going? Going on vacation. Because we out. We, we, we out. We taking at least a week. 
Where we, you trying to go? That's the hard part. Cause I want to go, nigga. I want to go to the Mediterranean. I want to go. I, I, that's the hard part. <laughs> I know you gonna be there. First thing I'm doing, I'm be honest with you. After I thank God, I'm fucking calling Navient. Say, hey, how much I owe? How much I owe? You owe this much. Take it, nigga. Here's an extra two. Don't ever call me again, <laughs> bitch. This, take care of your kids or something. Get them a Christmas <laughs> gift. Get off my back. Man, get off my no, that's just I'm paying that off. So I, I can't can, think about having that type of money come in at one time. Like that's wild. But I think I think it's broke down. No, it is broke down, yeah, but I'm just I'm thinking about it he, in a lump sum. Yeah, he ain't getting yeah. it in a lump sum. Yeah. He gonna get it all eventually, but spread out over ten years. But regardless. You know you got it. You got it. You you good. But not barring anything crazy happening, you know what I'm saying? And everything, but he barring whatever, whatever crazy is still guaranteed. They ain't got oh, nothing yeah, to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it ain't like the NFL or something. Yeah. Sheesh. Unless it's something right in your contract say so you can't ride like motorcycles. Sometimes they say that in yeah, pro. Yeah, yeah. And you do that, then that may mess up. But I'm saying if he just get injured while playing baseball, it ain't on him. Oh, that's nuts. You chilling. Like, I, I wanna I wanna experience that peace of mind. Cause that's a piece. I can't wait to experience that peace of mind and knowing like I'm good. Like I'm financially free. My mm-hmm. family good. Mm-hmm. I can do what I want anytime I want. Like you wake up I don't different. Have to think. Yeah, yeah. You, you're you not thinking different. about things. Like you're not going to. He's not going to the grocery store and saying, "Now can I can I get this or should I get this brand?" It's, it's off the shelf, nigga. Yeah. It's this. Oh, I want that. Boom. Yeah. Now think about. It. I want. Uh, boom. Yeah. And then not to mention all the investments I'm gonna be doing. And and here's I'm here's the other kicker. Charities. Here's the other kicker, guys. People gonna help. This is just his baseball contract. I don't know what type of endorsements this man got. Come on, Roman. The man just signed a $430 million contract. He got endorsements. <laughs> He's, He's got, obviously doing something right. He's doing right. something right. <laughs> He's doing endorsements. That, like, so low-key, he ain't even really got to spend no money off it. Because I know that. Because the, these endorsements not like, they're not like, they're not like Instagram endorsements. You know, uh, you get like a 10 grand here, 8 grand. Oh, no, no, no. These are millions of dollars of endorsement deals. Come on, Mike. Mike, take us to dinner, brother. We'll we'll ride. And he can take us anywhere. <laughs> it, won't, it won't even. He won't even bat an eye at that price. Won't even bat the, a eye. Not one. Not one. Not one. And then again. And then here's the other kicker. His wife, or if he has a wife, maybe is another successful. Person. I don't know what. I don't know what type of family he come. He he could be good. But super guess good. what? Even if she don't do anything, she's successful in marrying Mike Trout. Oh yeah, she won. She won that day when that contract came out. She looked up. She said, "Thank you, God. Oh God, thank you, God." <laughs> she 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 went home. He pulled out the trout. Oh yeah, pulled out the trout, and they went to work. And they went to the seafood restaurant together. <laughs> no, that ain't what I'm talking about. He pulled out the trout and went to work. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and they went to the seafood <laughs> okay, restaurant okay, together. Okay. <laughs> so they both was eating something that night. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. He gave her the trout that night. <laughs> <laughs> he gave it a Mike Trout. With a Trout, nah, but that I mean, congrats to him because that's that's wild. Like four hundred thirty million. When I seen, when you told me look at all, I was like, all right, let me see. Oh, God, no, half a billion, half a billion dollars, man. Different life, different life, different. Now, literally, all you doing is focus on baseball. Literally, literally, you nothing else to focus on. But I can't wait. I can't wait for me. For you, for all of us, for everyone listening to experience financial freedom like that. Now, you know, for me, it don't even got to be for Oh, yeah, it ain't got This wherever I ain't got no worries, I can do what I want when I want, that's financial freedom yeah. to me. 
Yeah. That's just a beautiful feeling. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming he, I don't know nothing about him, but I'm assuming he deserves it. Yeah. If you get a contract that big, you do I need, I need right. to look him up because he obviously, because I think I, I went to an Angels game two, three years ago, and I remember his name, but I didn't know he was like a main, like, he like the, he the oh, superstar. You know now. Oh, oh yeah. I know Mike Trout. Yeah, you know Mike Trout. I know now. Mike Trout. Don't Trout. ever forget the no. Trout. <laughs> Don't you ever forget. Please say the Trout. <laughs> but uh, speaking of success, you, you wanted to talk about Issa? And this is great to end on because, so, and... This is this, this is a serious moment right now. So, I was on Instagram a little bit earlier, um, you know, just rolling my neck out on Instagram, <laughs> looking up and down, and I came across Issa's post. Let me let me read it. Um, she so Issa got the cover of Essence magazine. So let me um, Issa Rae. Issa Rae, you know, the one and only. Please say the Rae. Um, hold on. Trying to type in her name, Issa. Okay, boom. So she got the cover essence. Her Jesus Christ, when I looked at it, it only had eighty six thousand likes. Now it's got three hundred six thousand. Um, it said four years ago when all I had was a web series and a book, Essence put me on my first cover with four incredible women I look up to: Ava, Mara, Shonda, and Mrs. Debbie. It was their game changers issue, and I kept thinking, I can't believe they chose me. That cover meant so much to me because it validated my work on a platform I respected and it was a nurturing recognition of promise, a promise that I didn't necessarily see in myself at the time. Four years later, entering the fourth season of my TV show and shooting my fourth movie in New York, they honored me with this solo cover. Thank you, Essence, for helping me to deliver on that promise you saw years ago and changing the game for me. And when I read it, I got teary-eyed. As soon as I read it. Because... It, Say that last part again. <clears throat> After you said um was a game changer. Um so that cover meant so much to me because it validated my work on a platform I respected and it was a nurturing recognition of promise, a promise that I didn't necessarily see in myself at the time. Four years later, entering my fourth season of my TV show and shooting my fourth movie in New York, they honored me with this solo cover. Thank you, Essence, for helping me to deliver on that promise you saw years ago and changing the game for me. And when I read it, I just immediately got teary out. Probably one because one because you I know, huh? Because you saw, yeah. No, that was number one. Okay. Uh, two. You sure it wasn't the neck pain? That was number two. Mm-hmm. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, honestly three, I think those three, are the reasons I, I three, cried. You saw Mike Trout. I saw Mike Trout. Contract. I was like, damn, man. Your bank account. <laughs> but then four. Before, what the real reason was, no, nah, I just, because I know, because we, like I said, we known Issa for a little bit now, and we know how hard she works, and we know how genuine she is. She's so when she like us. So when she writes this, I know she's writing this from a genuine place. Like, it's not a, a braggadocious praise, not nothing. She's like, she's writing this from a, a genuine standpoint. One, so that was one. Two, I was happy. Three, I was just like, I. It val. It just lets me know I know our time oh, is on, coming. You hear that? What's that? Is that what I think it is about to happen? Boss, Boss talk. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like I know because when you start seeing people, yeah, doing get it, shit in your circle, come on, doing the same stuff you're yeah. doing. On the same platforms yeah. you're doing, and then you close with these Speak people. Speak that shit. 
I know the time is around the this corner. Nigga Mike Troutin right now. I'm out here giving y'all nothing but trout. No doubt, nothing but trout. Let me tell you why it's, it's cool to me. Because mm-hmm. this is the discussions we have off yeah. air. We always oh, yeah. talking. I'm always going to Rome. Hey, write that post. What you be like? What post? And when this drop, just be ready for it, so you can visualize it right now. Feel it. Feel that. Like eternalize that feeling you feeling right now, and use that feeling. I was happy to to to. And to then work. the pictures is fire. I'm looking at it. Well, the pictures is fire. The pictures but is fire. Let me finish, bitch. That's the funniest part of this whole podcast. That's the funniest part. But, <laughs> but I was saying, internalize that feeling to propel you once we done with this podcast and the work we got to do. Because while we were just on here, I was closing my computer. We just got an email that from somebody we've been waiting to hear back from mm, right quick. Mm, I don't necessarily mm, know everything. I read like the first line, but mm, I, I don't know what it's about so yet. You just closed but the I just closed yeah, it. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I need to focus. Yeah, so. yeah. But sometimes, you know, you got to visualize it. Like sometimes, like she, like Issa's in hindsight, she saw, okay, why was she on this cover four years ago? But now mm-hmm. you see, like they saw it, people see it. Sometimes, it took four years to get into, it. Some, yeah, sometimes years. you got to believe what people see in you. Yeah. I'm not talking about those negative people, but yeah. it's people in your life that tell you, like, yo, it's something special about you, or you're going to change the game, or you're going to be special, or you're going to mm-hmm. do this. You got to believe that sometimes and internalize that and use that to propel you to the next level because, like, our friends, like, what you mm-hmm. say, um, we got stories of um, our homeboy Jay Snow told us one time oh, when we yeah, was at, yeah. we did our, we did a show. ADD used to do this thing at the Chinese theater, these comedy shows, and we performed there one time. And what he told you? And well, I was getting off stage. I was walking. He was on the side on the wall, and he was like, man, look, he was like, when the world discover y'all, it's gonna be a problem when all of y'all when y'all make it. He was like, it's gonna be a problem. He said that. I remember one day our homeboy was good was just sitting there talking to us. He was like, y'all gonna be millionaires, man. I can just see it. And like, I'm I'm receiving everything. These believe people it and receive about. it. I believe it. Receive everything because we know we know we can't see when, but we we know it's gonna happen regardless. But the cool thing about those two instances is. They just say out the out blue. Of blue, yeah. yeah so I feel blue, like yeah, yeah. I always ask God to use me as a vessel. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's God using them as a vessel to keep us on path and give us a little boost. Yeah. Maybe He's seen something that that following week, if yeah. you didn't get that boost, you may have fell in a little slump. So yeah, yeah. that just you got to believe it sometimes. And people like, like that, like those two. Of course, we have other friends that said like these are people you keep around because these people that really they they've been rock with you. They believed in you from from jump. It wasn't no they didn't wait till you got it and then was like man. Y'all gonna, I knew yeah. y'all was gonna be million. They tell you when you don't even know yourself, and then yeah. you're like, oh. Uh, but you what? also gotta respect those people because they in it too. They in it too, yeah. So yeah. they know they're what it takes yeah. to make it mm-hmm. and get through in this industry. And when you respect their work, it holds that much weight. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I see people that's actually doing good stuff and mm-hmm. doing good work and producing good content. If you tell me that, it's like, it just revalidates how I feel mm-hmm. already. And just gives me that extra boost. So yeah, as soon as, soon so as, as people I in your it. lives that's telling you stuff like that, believe it. Every time, like literally every time I see Issa's post, come on, I either think it's something. Come on, Pastor. I either think it's when I look at, it, I'm like, all right, I'm either, I'm either expecting big news, yeah, or like, cause she don't really like she posts, but like certain posts, I just I be I be waiting for it, and that was one I was waiting for, and I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm I'm happy, man, I'm I'm excited. The biggest thing is I'm patience, excited. man. Patience, man. Because when it's your time, it's your time. Like Issa was patient, but when it was her time. Everything just started kicking off. So it's like... And she just had we, her fourth movie. 
like exactly like for us, we had to be patient, man. It's been ten years we've been doing this, yeah, and still, you know, just still fighting, still fighting, and then even like I had to learn a lesson in patience this week. We had a a meeting that we've been looking forward to, waiting so we can get to keep this ball rolling. That keeps getting pushed back. Mm-hmm. It's been pushed back twice, and mm-hmm. then we finally got to this third agreement to get everybody in this room, and it was supposed to be on Friday. And I was like, all right, we didn't get no no emails about anybody canceling, so we good. Day of, a couple hours before it happened, we got a pushback. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on. And I had sent an email out saying, I do not want to keep pushing this out. It's important to us to keep this ball rolling. And it happened again, and it got pushed into April. But right then and there, I just prayed. I said, all right, God, I'm taking all the worry out of this. I'm taking everything out of it. I'm putting it in your hands. When it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. So yeah. it's probably meant to be. April for whatever reason, and I'm just gonna ride with it, and I'm not worrying about it anymore. But but you know what? This also validates. I think last week you asked me, it was like uh, either when do I see it happening or something like that, and I said this year. When mm-hmm. I seen this, I got excited because oh man, I was like, I know it's around the corner. I know God giving me these signs. I know it's coming. Come on, I know it's coming because the way Instagram set up sometimes too, I don't see a lot of Easter posts. But mm-hmm. so when I seen her pop but up, but she don't post a lot. She ain't yeah, been she, posting yeah, a lot. Yeah, lately. she been posting a lot. But also like the algorithm. I don't like some. But some people that I really don't ever get to see like it actually posts. I have to actually go to their page. Mm-hmm. So when I seen it pop up, I started reading. I was like, man, this is what I'm talking about, man. Good and then shit. See that, and then what I'm gonna tell you off air is this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So now, with that being said, I'm ready to get up off of air, man. We got work to do, man. We finna go. Yeah, we finna oh, go I'm grab our motivated. cover. And I'm still. I'm putting this out here. We gonna be the first comedy group on GQ. I'm just letting y'all know that now. Cover Q, GQ cover. If it hasn't happened, if it hasn't we, happened, we, I researched. I researched it, but, but I really don't think I seen nothing. But I, we, it's gonna happen. Let me tell you something before we get out of here. Yeah. One of the most exciting times of my life will be when we get our first magazine cover because my first time to LA, just visiting. When we all came as a group, um, our our manager at the time. We came out here because we we had a project we was coming out here for. So the first time we was here, we was driving down, um, what is it? Hollywood. Um, we was in Hollywood, but what's Coanga. that street? Coanga. That, um, and there's a stand right next to Outpost. And Popeyes. And Popeyes. <laughs> and Hollywood and Coanga. You've probably seen it many times. There's a newsstand with this magazine. And for some reason, I don't know why, I was sitting on that side of the car passing our first magazine cover, I'm buying the magazine from there. Right there. I'm going there, and I will And the cover will going to be stupid. We're going to let y'all know. We've we been thinking about the cover. Cover going to be write, stupid. And I'm going to write that post. <laughs> I'm going to post that post. just like the first post on the, our first billboard. And then y'all can go back and listen to this. Y'all can go like, back and listen to this. Or oh, people that heard it, because it's going to be yeah, somebody. Yeah, it's going to be people that heard it. That's, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about being a fan of somebody, too, watching them. And like, and they talk about something, and then it start happening. You like, man, that's that's why the 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 podcast. That's why I think about the podcast we did with Issa right before. If y'all don't know, we had Issa on our podcast. Y'all go back and listen like to a couple yeah. years ago, right before the first season of Insecure mm-hmm. came out. And I told her right on, I said, "You know, you about to be out of here. It's about think, to be stupid." Because I, I feel like on the podcast, she said, "Well, you know, we'll just wait and see if the show." We was like, "No, no, no, like no, no, Issa, no, like." No. You don't understand, like it's out, you out of here. There's no show like this for black women yeah, right now. You, this here. is needed. Like we already know your work, yeah. <laughs> and how funny you are, and you deserve this. You out of here. You, you out of here. And she been out of here. And she been out of here ever since. And what we mean by that is we ain't had her back on ever since. 
<laughs> not even that. Not even. I was just because it's funny. We probably could get her, but yeah. I'm just saying she out here. Like she out everything here, yeah. came. The show's been a hit. She been going on killing other stuff. And like, we and this does this this just the stuff that we seeing online. I'm sure she get hit from left and right, and she probably can't take everything. Like it does happen. Can't take everything. Because I remember Kevin Hart talking about that. He was like, "It's so many stuff I gotta turn." It was like this shit. Uh, that's I I am. Uh, that's a beautiful part of life when beautiful. you gotta just start turning down stuff because so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm actually excited to see that, even though I seen it in in person. The Kevin Hart. Uh, oh I, yeah, I want to see. I'm, I'm happy had. that it's coming on Netflix. That's what I said. It's on Netflix. That, yeah. like, that's a good move. That see, like shit like that. I like moves like that. This yeah. man already owns the tour. It's through his production company, through his company. He made all that money from ticket sales. Mm-hmm. All that money from ticket sales. Even, I know he made a lot of money. And then it's almost like. It's almost like highway robbery. You just selling whatever <laughs> I recorded already to Netflix for yeah. another huge check. And like people like me, I seen it last year on my birthday. I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again because I'm one. I'm a comedian. I want to see it. But two, it just like I why not? It's just gonna be on Netflix. I got. I'm gonna watch it again. It's just, it's just getting money. It's just getting money. He's a great businessman. He got it. Like, he, he do it. He changed the game. He, he did what he's supposed to do. He yeah. pushed. He pushed it. He pushed that that line a little further. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. Um, Speaking of Boss Talk, you know, about to drop some Boss Talk t-shirts. You know, oh. one of these Boss Talk t-shirts designed a little vintage, you know, them concert type t-shirts with, oh. with the Boss Talk on it. With the Boss Talk on so, it. So, you know, I'll put that up soon. I'm, and for our Patreon fans, Patreon fans, you know, I, we going to give you all the, the codes, a little discount codes and yep. whatnot. So, for, you know, riding with us, supporting us. Yeah. And, you know, let's do the damn. Let's do the damn and make sure y'all subscribe. I mean, and become a patron. Become a patron by going to patreon.com backslash comedy trap house. Get that boss talk. Get that boss talk going on. And you get, you get a fully channeled boss talk episode every Wednesday. And it's channeled to specific things. So I think y'all. you'll you'll find a good one. This week will be good. So, uh, yeah, man, we're excited. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Me, me. Oh, hold on, my neck. So I got, I got to go slow. Hold on. You want, you want me to do it? No, no, I got, I got it. I'm just hold on. I'm trying to reach up.